And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm very glad that you're here. Here's what's going on. Here's what's going on this week. I failed to interview anyone and now it's now and this needs to happen. So, you know, every once in a while I, I do these on my own, but I'm not going to lie to you and I'm not going to pretend like I had a burning question for myself or that I find myself so fascinating that I thought I should talk for 20 minutes. Fact is, I dropped the ball. But lucky for you, your guest is a very fascinating person. Deanne Smith. Nah, that's me pretending to have confidence. Guys, so here's what I did. Because I don't I don't have burning questions at the moment. My main burning question is like, for my life at this moment, is like, how can I fix my haircut? Because I just got a haircut and I'm really not happy with it. In the world of comedy, it's fine. I'm like super cartoonish and dorky and like, but in the world of life, not good. Not happy. But I feel, I feel mature about it. I didn't cry. <laughs> I might have cried in the past. It's all right. It's a bad haircut. Um, or maybe it's super cool. I don't know. Bad haircuts are in, right? I just don't feel like I have the face to pull it off. But sometimes I see these really gorgeous young chicks at coffee shops with just atrocious hair, just atrocious bowl cuts. And I guess that's in at the moment. I guess if you're pretty enough and young enough, you can get away with anything. Um, but uh, for me to you, it's not a good look. Okay. So this is what I did, guys, because I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. I just Googled right now this, questions to ask. That's all, questions to ask. And then this was the second hit that came up. I don't remember what the first hit was because I've already clicked on it. This is 50 questions to ask your crush to see if they're right for you. So I haven't read any of them, um, and I'm just going to scroll through. We'll see if I could get to all 50. I'm going to answer these for you guys in hopefully about 20 minutes. 50 questions to ask your crush to see if they're right for you. Do you have a crush on me? I hope you do. And and now we can find out if I'm right for you or not. Okay, so here we go. Um, Here we go. One. Question number one. What is one thing that you will never do again? Um, Probably this type of podcast. <laughs> uh, What else? What is one thing that I'll never do again? What have I done that I will never do again? Well, I mean, how real are we getting? Is this hilarious or is this real? Because the first answer that popped in my mind was like, cheat on someone. I've done that a bit. Won't do it again. It's not uh, It's not a good thing to do. So there's that too. Although, gosh, that's on, that seems like an almost calculated answer. If you're, if you like have a crush on someone or if you're out on a first date and you ask someone what's one thing you'll never do again, and they just look you in the eyes and they're like, I will never cheat on anyone ever again. <laughs> it seems kind of calculated and almost too intense. But this is between me and you guys, and I am not overthinking anything. I'm just answering these questions for you, all right? All right. Two. Would you rather be twice as smart or twice as happy? Duh. Twice as happy. Who wants to be twice as smart? I don't. I think the smarter you are, potentially, the more unhappy you are. Would you guys agree with me on that? Now I wish this was a two-way conversation. This isn't really fun. I think that these questions were meant to start some kind of a conversation or dialogue. I'm just going, one, this, two, this. Oh, this would be a horrible first date if this was a first date. What if this was a first date and I opened up my laptop and just 
called up a list of questions and <laughs> just answer them to you as if you were interviewing me, even though you weren't. And I was like this. One, what is one thing you'll never do again? Cheat. Two, would you rather be twice as smart or twice as happy? Happy. Duh. I'm already super smart. Three. <laughs> this is crazy. I hope you guys enjoy this. All right. Twice as, twice as smart or twice as happy. Twice as happy. Because you can't ever be too happy, right? Um, and I think you can be too smart. I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think, but I have no way of knowing or asking. I'm asking you now. You know my number. You can text me. All right. Three. What happened the last time you cried? Hmm. I don't know. Probably something nice. I, I, I don't I don't get traumatized when I cried. People tend to comfort me and, and be nice. Um, when was the last time I cried? First of all, I will tell you guys that I cry all the time. Um, I'm very affected by the world. So if if there is a song or a commercial or a puppy video designed to pull on heartstrings and make a person cry, it works on me. Sometimes I wish that it didn't, and sometimes I think it's fine that it does. Um, but genuinely, the when was the last time I cried? Tears. Oh, guys, this might be a little heavy for the podcast. The last time I cried was in therapy, and um, it was fine because... The time that I cried in therapy before that, I realized that I just cry and then I go, well, whatever, and change the subject. So this time I told myself that if I start to cry, I'll just go ahead and cry and let it happen. So I just cried and let it happen. And, um, you know, that was it. And then the therapist was like, so how does it feel? Or, I don't know. She's fine. She's fine. Um, she did ask me why I was afraid to cry in therapy and what I thought the worst case scenario was. And I said that I was afraid that I wouldn't stop or something. Or that I was socialized so intensely to not cry in front of, like, kind of strangers that I wouldn't do it. Um, and she's like, well, what do you think is going to happen? And I said, well, I think you you will probably just be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm. that must be hard. Which she was. Guys, you should sample that if you want to um, feel that you're in therapy. Then we'll just do that again for you. you I'll I'll give you a pause so you can tell me something about your life or something that's bothering you at the moment. And I'll be your therapist. Are you ready? Here we go. You think of, say something out loud, like one or two sentences, something that's bothering you. Mm. Mm-hmm. That must be hard. Don't you feel better? Anyway, there you go. From free therapy from me to you. Here we go. Four. What happened? I haven't read these, by the way. I'm like, I was stumbling even reading this one. So I haven't looked at any of these. What happened the time in your life when you were the most nervous to do something? That question's worded weird. Um, what happened the time in your life when you were the most nervous? If someone asked me that question because they were trying to get to know me better, I would stand up and leave wherever we were. I'm assuming we're sitting down. I would stand up and leave. I would be like, you learn how to speak proper English sentences. Unless English was not their first language, in which case I would give them a wide berth and... Um, <laughs> is that an apt metaphor? I would, I, you know, any mistakes they wanted to make with the English language would be fantastic because good on them for even going out of their way to learn it, to communicate with me. You know what I mean? If they were like, what happened the time in your life when you were the most nervous to do something? I'd be like, oh my God, I love you. Let's get married. Today, I was on a train. I'm not answering the question, by the way. Today I was on a train and the woman next to me was reading the whole way from Montreal to Toronto, five hours, was reading like an English grammar book and it broke my heart because it was just 
I thought, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I've learned another language. I've learned Spanish. Um, I live in Montreal. I probably should have learned French, and I haven't. That's a sore point. I, I should probably speak to someone about that. The question can be, why haven't you learned French, you big dumb idiot? Um, but okay, so I speak Spanish. I know what it is to learn another language. But I just thought, oh my gosh, she's reading this this English grammar, not even grammar book, English vocabulary book with like cartoon pictures and everything labeled. And it was it was specific. And I, and I just thought, gosh, we have a lot of words for things. A lot of words for things. She was reading about like hobbies and fun times. That was like one page. And I looked down, and it's like crochet, crochet hook, knitting needle. I'm like, God damn it. Like what a pain in the ass it is to learn another language. And I really respected that woman is my point there. So if she asked me this question, what happened the time in your life when you were the most nervous to do something, I would answer her. But this person will answer the most nervous. Let me think about this. Should I uh, edit parts of the podcast when I'm thinking about stuff? Because that could be boring for you guys. Here's the thing about me. I don't know much about my own life or self. It's probably something pathological. It may not be a good thing or a healthy way to be. But I don't have a huge memory about my life. What happened in your life when you were the most nervous? When was I the most nervous? Oh, okay. Well, in terms of comedy, which is important to me, one of the times I was the most nervous to do something was when I was performing on the night show for Last Comic Standing a few years ago. I got through the first round of auditions and then there was a show at night and I was super new to comedy and I was on the show with like some of my Canadian heroes, like people that are just amazing and have always been amazing, like um, Deborah DiGiovanni, like really great people. And I was so nervous, I couldn't even um, run through my set list in my head. I couldn't even remember what my jokes were, what order I was going to do. Um, but I trusted that they, that I knew them, that they were somewhere in my body. So I just went up there and did it, and it turned out fine. So maybe that's a good lesson. The most ner- nervous I was, it turned out fine. All right. Um, what would your parents be surprised to learn about you? That's question number five. Uh, I don't know. My parents know way too much about me. What would they be surprised? They know everything, pretty much. They know that I'm gay. They've heard me do comedy. They've seen the tattoos. They'd be surprised to learn about me. I'd like to say nothing. I don't really keep secrets from people. Um, I mean, you know, do, do we even have to say this? There's sexual practices I'm sure that they don't want to hear about, but that I'm also not going to tell you. And yeah, they would be shocked and surprised to learn those things about me because first of all, they'd be like, why are you even talking about this? Get out of here. You're grossing us out. Six, what's your worst habit? Worst habit, procrastinating. Second worst habit, picking my nose. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys. I enjoy a good nose, nose pick every once in a while. Just procrastinating and picking my nose all day long. Is that horrible? Do people pick their noses? Because I do sometimes. And I find it satisfying. Should I not be admitting these things? Probably not. Seven. What superpower would you have for one day? Superpower for one day? Like how big is the superpower? Because this is the real first thing I thought, which isn't hilarious. But I just thought I would just make sure everybody in the world had enough food and love. (laughs) Do I sound like I'm on a beauty pageant? How would you fix the world? What superpower would I have? Okay, but if it's just up to me to have some kind of superpower... Um, I like to be invisible and fly. Can you have both of those things the same? Can you just jump really high? I don't know. I've never thought about these things. Am I boring? What superpower would you have for one day? I'm going to think about it. 
and then like um you know what i'm not even gonna think about it i'm gonna i'm gonna have a guest on and then we'll talk about it that'll be fun what fictional character do you have the biggest crush on duh daria done um where would you live if you could live anywhere in the world I would live where I live. What's wrong with people that they're not living where they want to live? I can live anywhere in the world, thankfully. Um, and I recognize that that's a very privileged position to be in. But like officially, sure, I have some money in the bank. I could live anywhere in the world that would have me. Um, and I choose Canada. So that's where I'm living. Montreal, kind of. I got to get out of Montreal, though. Ten. What is your most bizarre pet peeve? All right. I don't know how bizarre this is, but it's definitely a pet peeve. And I don't think I have that many of them, but it's this nose breath. Don't breathe on me with your nose, your dirty nostrily nose. Here's the thing. You know how sometimes you're in bed with someone that you love? I hope that you, I hope that you know what I'm talking about. And then they breathe on you, but not with their mouth, with their nose like that. And it comes out two little streams through their nostrils and you feel each individual stream on your skin, like on your neck or something. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. So if you're in bed with me and you're spooning me, you're going to have to put a little sheet on the back of my neck or you're going to have to not breathe. <laughs> it's up to you. 11. Who knows you the best? Who knows you the best? I don't know why that looks like a song title to me right now, but it does. Who knows you the best? That's a weird question to ask someone. Um, I would probably say um, my mom, even though chat a lot more about my the inner workings of my world to some of my friends but your mom pushed you out of her vagina and um, now I'm speaking generally about moms but I think moms know everybody the best pretty much right because they've been observing you since day one and trying to figure out like how the fuck to make you not cry and what your whole entire deal is so I would say moms would know you the best um and then second to that who knows me the best I don't know, guys. I don't even know myself. Isn't this what I'm saying? Maybe you, maybe you guys know me the best. You don't. You don't. Probably various girlfriends. Not that I have concurrent various girlfriends, but I just mean exes, whatever. Chicks I've spent a lot of time with. They probably know me the best. 12. What? Are there 50 questions? Oh my God. We're not going to get through 50. Um, what after school activities did you do in high school? I did soccer. Um, what else was after school? I feel like I was in some clubs, but I don't remember what they were at this point. But after school soccer, I'm sure there were other things. But let's just keep it there. What, quote, most likely to superlative would you be most honored to receive? Oh, I hate these questions. I probably should have looked at them before I started this. What most likely to superlative? It doesn't need to. They're using the term superlative wrong. Because like if you could say most likely to succeed, that's not a superlative. That's just a verb. Um, a superlative is something like best, most likely to best. That's what I would like to receive. Most likely to best. That's what I'd be most honored to receive. What's the last book you really loved? Well, the last book that I am currently loving is a book that I'm reading called 30, 33 and a Third. Um, it's a series of books about music and this one is about Celine Dion and it's called uh, let's talk about love a journey to the end of taste and this guy I'm only about halfway through the book but I'm loving it um, Carl Wilson he he starts by saying listen I am not a Celine Dion fan I absolutely can't stand her music but 
she's huge in the rest of the world. So let's take a let's take a look at why that might may be happening. And I haven't even I'm halfway through the book. We haven't even got to him talking about her particular music yet. It's just all background and it is absolutely fascinating and I'm loving it. Um so that's a book that I'm reading right now that I am loving. Fifteen, what's the greatest television show of all time? I don't know, guys. I feel like you're gonna judge me no matter what I say. And the truth is and like I know I should be super into television. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go for it. Sopranos. Done. There's there's things that came before and there are things that came after, but I'm going to draw a line in the sand with Sopranos and I'm not going to follow through on that. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just declaring a thing. Here's something that I was talking about just tonight. Um, I, and this is an odd predicament for a podcasting type person to be in, I don't feel that comfortable just talking and just like declaring opinions about things. Um, it could be because I'm a woman and we're not really socialized that way. It could be a lot of things, but I've been marveling lately at how men in particular, and yes, I'm making a huge sweeping generalization, um, but it is worth making and fair. I've had a lot of encounters, especially recently where a man just starts talking at me about whatever and it's it boggles my mind that first of all they that 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 they just think sure i have a thing and you should listen to it and it's worth saying and you want to hear it and it's interesting go just talking at me and it's it's not horrible and you know i like people i like humans i don't mind listening when someone has something to say but holy cow anyway i was just thinking right now What's the greatest television show of all time? I'm like, I don't know, Sopranos? Like, I, I don't even feel confident in my own opinions about anything. And that's probably, that's my own issue. Not really, like, that's not anybody's fault. But there are other people in the world that are just extremely confident about everything all the time. Men. And it's starting to drive me insane. Okay. Um, 16. What's been your favorite age so far? I'm going to say this age right now. What's wrong with people? Why are these questions like, where could you live if you could? Well, how old do you wish you were? It's like, can, can we just live in the moment that we're in? Can we just be happy where we are? Can we? Is that a thing? Um, favorite age so far. I have to say this one. There's no other way to be guys. There's no other way to be. Being a kid was super fun, but being an adult is even more fun because you have all the, all the things that you had when you were a kid. Hopefully, hopefully your spirit hasn't been crushed, but you have all of that sense of joy and wonder and happiness. Plus you can like drive and buy stuff. How great is life? Life is good. I would say now. If I live to an old age, I would like to think that my favorite age will be my oldest age that I ever am. Because um, I, I would like to think that if you are doing stuff right, it just gets better and better. And you just learn more and more. And you just figure out more and more how to be happy. And how to be comfortable with yourself. That's what I would hope. And how to love people more. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Uh, this is this is always interesting to me when I do solo podcasts because really, guys, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't plan it ahead of time. And then I get into it and I'm like, man, I am just the biggest sap in the world. I'm also talking super fast because 20 minutes is almost up and we're only on question 16. Ridiculous. 17. If you could go back in time. Oh, <laughs> I'm so tired of this. This actually isn't bad. If you could go back in time, what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? To my younger self, I would say, like, for real, I don't know if this will have resonance with anyone else. I don't know if this, if, I don't know if you are a younger person that needs to hear this, 
or if you would have said the same sort of thing to your younger self, but I would just be like, don't worry, it gets worse. No, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> don't worry, it gets worse. I would just be like, relax. You know what? That's the main thing. Again, relax is what I would say to my younger self because I was always worried about something and this might be worth reminding, reminding, reminding myself of or remembering in the present moment, always worrying about something and either that thing happened and worrying didn't change it or it didn't happen and worrying did no good. There's just no point. Relax is what I would say. 18. What one thing would you be most disappointed if you never got to experience it? it. I hate the way these questions are written. What one would you be most disappointed if you never got to experience? I don't know. There's probably is one thing I'm never going to experience and I won't know how awesome it was because I didn't experience it. But the quick question that comes, the quick answer that comes to mind, orgasms. All right. You know what? I'm just going to plow through these. I'm not even going to talk. This is the problem. I've been talking too much about all these. I'm going to get to at least 28, 10 more questions and then I'm just going to pound through answers. Are you guys ready for this? Okay, here we go. Nine, apologize or act, ask permission duh apologize did i say nine i meant 19 what's wrong with me tonight 19 apologize or ask permission apologize 20 unlimited love unlimited money fuck i want to say unlimited love but i think that already exists so i'm gonna say unlimited money because like i want that um and unlimited love you can just create for yourself right i don't know no if i have to pick i say love obviously obviously you guys i'm in comedy if you knew you would die in one week, what would you do? Mostly nothing different. I don't know why people aren't living the lives they want to have. These questions all seem designed for someone who's very unhappy in their actual life. Um, if you knew you would die in one week, what would you do? Um, pretty much what I'm doing. I have a whole week of comedy lined up. I'm psyched to do it. I would um, just probably try to appreciate everything a little bit more in that week. And I have a couple things I'm working on that I'd probably ditch because, you know, I don't need to finish those projects if I'm going to die in a week. And yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Have I mean, I don't know. I would just keep living. I was going to say have lots of sex with my girlfriend. I would because I'd be like, this is it. Probably cry a bit more. If I knew I was going to die in a week, what would you do? I'd be a little bit stressed out. What's your most listened to song? That's a very good question. At the moment. At the moment, it is most most deaf know that. You can look that up if you want. That's on a black on both sides. I'm I'm listening to that song on repeat, and that's been the case for a few weeks now. That's that would have to be it at the moment. Beach vacation or European vacation? Have these people never been to Europe? Do they not know that there's beaches in Europe? This is the why did I choose this? If you could have been a child prodigy, what would you have wanted to be skilled at? Um, I think it could be amazing to be a child prodigy in uh, cheese making. <laughs> I was just trying to think what's a really weird adult thing that a child could be a prodigy in. I don't know. What would you have wanted to be skilled? What's wrong with people? Do you want to be skilled in something? Just go learn that skill. Okay. Ugh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going until I find a question I like. What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Um, I don't know. Hire a lawyer. Figure out how to manage money. <laughs> do I have the most boring answers? What celebrity would you tra trade lives with? This whole question can go fuck itself. I can't. Guys, I'm done. I'm done with these. We made it to, we made it to 
question 26 what celebrity would you trade lives with what is wrong with people um i hope you guys are enjoying your lives and living your lives and and who wrote this i'm gonna send this woman a christy chrissy stockton i'm gonna send her a little email and i you know what i encourage you to do the same let me see if i can find how to reach her because i feel that i just want to tell her that oh gosh and her picture on the internet is really sad too if that's like of all the pictures that she could choose this is the one she wants to represent her she's pulling her hair back behind her ear and she looks really forlorn really forlorn she looks like she's never smiled in her life Chrissy Stockton. I'm going to send her an email and just be like, Chrissy, get out there. Uh, it's okay. You can change your life. You can do the things that you want to do. Gosh, if Chrissy Stockton had a crush on me and was asking me these questions to get to know me better, I don't even know, you guys. I just feel sad. This is going to be the last time I cried right now thinking about Chrissy Stockton and her sad life. Oh, my goodness. Should I tell you where to find this? This I, this was on Thought Catalog. 50 questions to ask your crush to see if they're right for you by Chrissy Stockton. I can't find out how to... I'm clicking all over the place. I can't find out how to reach her, you guys. Here we go. Talk to me on Twitter. Oh, Chrissy. Oh, guys. She's pretty adorable. Her Twitter name is at XSSY. Do you get it? Like Chrissy? Like Christy? Like Chrissy? X S S S Y. She's a producer at Thought Catalog. Okay. Well, I am going to tweet her the link to this. Oh God! And I'm scrolling down her Twitter. I can't. The last few things she wrote are like um, replies to other people, so they don't make any sense to me. But then I scroll down, and it's just a picture, and it's um, in a sans serif font, and it just says "constantly fucking challenge yourself." That's what it says, like that with the fucking right in it. Oh, Chrissy. You gotta lighten up. Even in this picture, she's not smiling. Oh, Chrissy. She looks, not only is she not smiling, she's like actively frowning. This is what I can see. And she seems to be wearing a camouflage baseball cap. Oh, Chrissy. You're a lovely girl. We're all just humans on this planet. Put a smile on it. Um, I was just gonna end it there, but I realized I hadn't said goodbye to you guys. So, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Um... See you next week. I'll have a guest, I promise. Okay.